police responded to an active shooter on campus. While the details of this horrific event are still developing, we ask you now to join us in a moment of silence to recognize the victims and support the students and faculty of UNLV and our brothers and sisters in the greater Las Vegas community. Thank you. I'd be remiss if I didn't touch upon the tragedy that happened close by here on the campus of UNLV. It touched uh, members of our crew here and people that work on the show. And we just want to thank the first responders who handled this plan flawlessly and uh, limited the damage that could have been done. So uh, in tribute, uh, Ann, our director, brought me in her father's UNLV sweatshirt that uh, hasn't seen the light of day. has been in storage for about 20 years. And uh, I'm wearing that today for UNLV. We're thinking about you. And uh, also the uh, national final rodeo finals has postponed. And the UNLV team was in Ohio last night and didn't play the game. So we, uh, we want them to get back home safely. So anyway, thank you, everybody uh, here in Las Vegas who handled it the correct way. All right. All right. On with the show. Welcome, everybody, to Punchlines. I am Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And uh, today on the show... We were supposed to have Daniel Bellinger, our first ever NFL player, current NFL player on the show, because Sean Salisbury is going to be back again. Just alert out there to everybody. Sean Salisbury, uh, former quarterback, ESPN analyst, now radio show host. Sean will be back either tomorrow or Monday, hopefully. But Daniel Bellinger, who Ryan, our producer, claims to know, ladies and gentlemen, was supposed to be on the show today. I he's not don't feeling know well. If he actually knows. He's not was, feeling well. What's right? that? He's, he's at, not feeling he's well. He's at the doctor. He's not feeling oh, well. And yeah. he has to wash his hair probably too, so he can't <laughs> go on the date. That's a very old date sure. excuse that Ann remembers. So anyway, there's we'll a picture. Are we seeing? We'll what's that? Time. We'll get him another time. We'll get him another time. He's not feeling well. There's a picture of you and Daniel Bellinger right there. There's you. You're number twenty-four, right? Yep. Now yep. Ryan informed me when we do the jersey tributes that we like to do every show. We're going to run out at a hundred. So anyway. um, uh, he put he, you put yourself in the twenty four graphic. <laughs> yeah, episode twenty four. I uh, <laughs> there's there's two pictures of me. Two pictures. How did you not point that out to me? I just wanted to see if you noticed, but clearly well, you can't even read see. the names. It's on hard the thing. to see. I didn't realize there was names. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I want to see that. Maybe Monday we'll pull that out or tomorrow. I want you to bring back the twenty four. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. So there's you and Daniel Bellinger, tight end for the the New York Giants now. Yep. Yep. And he'll be back. So I hope he feels better. So we'll get Daniel Bellinger coming in from the bullpen. I'm calling in the righty. Calling in the righty, uh, Chris Andrews will be here shortly, our sportsbook director here at the lovely South Point Hotel and Casino right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I want to point out that Chris will be coming in to give me uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a lecture. Chris, lecture on what? Well, I, on Greek, on Greekdom. Oh, oh on Greekdom. Yeah. On the, on no, I'm, the, I'm, the I'm killing the job. It's not the job itself. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, but he's going to come in and a little mispronunciation that I constantly do. So he's going to come in. So he called me on the phone again. He called me. I saw his name pop up on my phone. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And he's like, oh, you're, not, you're fine. You're still not fired. So I'm still here. Uh, let's talk about our. What, what's that? Just saying his name. Giannis. Onto the I know. Wow. Well, I would have let him give me the lecture. Uh, I see a lot of live commenters out there. Sup? Uh, Lucky Man is back. I'm going to call him Lucky Man. Lucky Man, good to see you, buddy. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it. We like the little fun sparring going back and forth. Um, Frank Mergy's in he's here and he's doing he sent me this emoji. Frank Mergy, our F1 guy, our PGA guy. This is a very popular emoji. And I had all sorts of questions to talk to uh, your friend, Daniel Bellinger, about Tommy DeVito. Well, yeah. save it for another day. Check his phone and see if there's actually a contact that says Daniel Bellinger. Wouldn't it be sad if it was just blank? He just had the yeah. name in there. 
Like, you ever see the movie The Fan with Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes? Have you ever seen that movie? It's not one of De Niro's finest. So De Niro plays this guy. He's a knife salesman. And uh, and Wesley Snipes plays for the Giants. And he's like a Barry Bonds type, right? And uh, and 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 Robert De Niro's an Uber fan. And then he goes crazy. Almost like Travis Bickle. Almost like his taxi driver character. It's worth just seeing De Niro melt down and singing the Rolling Stones shatter in his car when he's going crazy. Now I have to watch the fan. If you, Anyone who's ever seen the fan knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Lucky man, I know. The Penguins lost last night. Penguins are struggling right now. We got to get Josh Joey on here to tell us how the Penguins can turn this around, or Joe Bartnick, maybe. He did say that they might have had a uh, closed-door meeting last night. Team only, players only. Yeah, team-only meeting. They need to players do something, because Sullivan, I think, right now is on the hot seat at the, uh, in Pittsburgh. So uh, so anyway, Chris Andrews will be in here shortly, and of course, it's Thursday, so Jeff Parles will be in here to, to, memor- to, to dazzle us with his mind. And I know he's going to the basketball games. How often can we say, I don't think we've ever been able to say this, there's two NBA games down the street in December in Las Vegas. You got the uh, the Lakers tonight. That's going to be a great game. Lakers, and, Pelicans, and then Pacers, Bucks. Yeah, and it kicks off at 2 o'clock, too. Opposite order, yeah. 2 Pacers, o'clock. Bucks, so first. now they're going to have to clear the arena out. So you go to the, you get to go to both games or? Nope, just one. So how the hell? So the game ends at 4. Okay, let, let's talk about this. So 2 p.m. game, game's over at 4.30. So they have 30 Ideally, minutes yeah. to get everybody out. and then I think every- tip-off is 6. Oh, is it 6? I think, I think it's 6 for the later game. All right. I just know the sure. Lakers are going uh, opposite opposite the Steelers tonight. Uh, yeah, 6. At 6 o'clock. All right. 6 so, but they're going to have to hustle people out of the arena and then get people in. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and I still think a good over-under is the Patriots-Steelers over versus LeBron's over. Did you see that the uh, Pacers Bucks over is the highest what over under in NBA history? Let me guess. I'll say, well, uh, 250. A little bit more. 260? A little bit less. 255. 257. 257. 257. Oh, that sounds like a Frankie over bet, doesn't it? Rooting for points on that early game? Getting some action in at 2 p.m.? They uh, both teams are shooting over fifty percent. So yeah, they're both. Uh, it's going to be a sh- I, now watch them come out flat, and uh, you know. But you know that's the in thing Vegas. about betting over in the NBA game. So you're looking at twelve minute quarters, right? So you're looking at at six minutes, you're you're doubling the score. So it's like it's fourteen ten. You're like twenty four. That's on pace for forty eight. That's uh, ninety six. Oh my god, this is going to be like two. Oh my god, they need to pick it up. Then they start draining threes because they're warmed up. You're like okay, but this is two teams that have never played on this court with that background. So that's something to think about, right? We'll sure. talk to Jeff about that over-under when he comes in. But, you know, there's something for NBA players in the comfort of their own team and the, their own hoop. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe they come out and they do that Hoosiers thing. In the movie Hoosiers, Gene Hackman comes out with the tape measure and he measures the hoop in the big arena to show his boys from Hickory. Hey, same. it's 10 feet. Same. But it's not. Behind there, there's the different people. The hoop's the same, but you got people. But sometimes rims are stiff. I know when I used to rock a rim, I used to hang on yeah. it. Some had... You know, and you don't need to be laughing that hard. I'd hold on. I'd be like, and I'd pull myself up and I'd always drop with my hand, you know, but sometimes the rims are a little tighter. And when I say rims, I'm talking about the Nerf one on my bedroom door. You know, we'll, we'll have to recreate the, uh, the Wade LeBron alley-oop. We'll What's have that to recreate yeah. that picture. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd hang on that Nerf hoop and it could support my weight because I was like a buck 10. I was just like, <laughs> like that. I had the Nerf small hoop, but then I also had a Nerf hoop with like a regulation foam ball. Okay. And me and my buddy, oh my God, we would just have, we'd move the furniture and just drive on each other and dunk on each other. I just had the one that would hang on the, hang on the door. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I went through about, I probably conservatively probably went through about 20 of those. They were cheap. You'd just break them. You'd snap them. You'd be like, all right, go get another one. I don't know if I bought more. I bought more wiffle balls. Wiffle ball I bought the most of. All right, today is December 
2023, the day of remembrance for Pearl Harbor. And we thank those who gave their lives for this country. Thank you very much. And uh, World War II vets, both my grandparents were World War II vets. So uh, anytime I see one of those gentlemen with, with a hat on or female, I always thank them because greatest generation. Today is episode, very special episode number 42. Ryan, he's standing up, ladies and gentlemen. Bam! That is beautiful. Take a shot of Ryan in that. There it is. Jackie Robinson, number 42. That is beautiful. Uh, played at UCLA, uh, then he became the first um, African-American to play in the major leagues in 1947. So that's where'd you get that jersey? What's the story behind that? This was a, uh, a father's gift. Father's Day gift. Father's gift? You're not a father father's yet. You have to wait February. gift for my stepdad this year. That uh, is he, sweet. He let me borrow it for I today. was going to say, so you're like, hey, can I borrow <laughs> yeah, that jersey I, I got yeah. you? <laughs> Is he a big? Is that David Sanders, by the yes, way? Yes. Yes. Thank He's you for watching every day, David. Fan. Is he on there? Oh, okay. There he goes. I can back Ryan up on Daniel. <laughs> so your stepdad just said, "I can back Ryan up." Daniel has been to the house. <laughs> oh boy. So his dad's delusional a too. Lot. And he said they a lot. Both think <laughs> what's that? He said a lot. A lot. Specify. I don't see a lot. Oh, a lot. The second line's there a lot. Go. All right. There you go. So wow, that's a good. That's a good say. He's got your back. All right. <laughs> And Joey B, Ryan and Frank, enjoy the show. Keep up the great work. I don't even know who Joey B is. Joey B, thanks for watching. Thank what you, is Joey our B. subscribers up to? Timpani, what are we at? 806. 8.06. I'm doing that for Frank Mergy. That was the timpani that Jerry Lewis would call for during the Labor Day telethon and Ed McMahon. They'd go, timpani. A timpani is like a drum roll on the big okay. round drum. Okay. And if you, did you ever watch the telethon? Do you know who Jerry Lewis is? I do know the name. Can you name one film or one thing Jerry Lewis did? Nutty Professor. <laughs> okay. Now, did you see that? I didn't Jerry. even look away. That was straight from the dome. If you could tell me his of alter, Jerry can you tell Trevino. me the character, his smooth character's name, Jerry? Uh, Buddy. <laughs> Hot Mike. We'll do it live. <laughs> That's why Jerry doesn't have a microphone, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on that. If anyone heard that. That's I don't a, think you heard that, but by the way, wait a second, wait jar. a second, Jerry, our, our social media, and Greg, he's just joined Greg Vaughn as a <laughs> possible person who has dropped the F word on the show. Jerry, you're up, you're up on the wall, right? I think Greg Vaughn's the only one, right? Yep. Yep. Marty didn't. <laughs> he didn't. No, he said uh, a different word, but he, yeah, didn't, right. he didn't drop the F. Right. Well, Greg Vaughn, hey, you're in good company. You're with a major league all-star who had 50 home runs in a season. First 50 home run hitter. At first, and then you got Jerry. There we go. Uh, Buddy Love was the name I was looking for in the Nutty Professor. That was the alter ego, Jerry Lewis. By the way, the original Nutty Professor, I understand the Eddie Murphy one's great. Watch the original Nutty Professor. This is a homework assignment for you. Jerry Lewis is brilliant in it. Uh, Stella Stevens, I think, was the blonde. Oh, my God. That's a cl classic. I, was, I, I love Jerry Lewis. My dad turned me on to Jerry Lewis when I was a kid. All right, so number 42 is we have up there, Jackie Robinson. Obviously, the number's been universally retired throughout baseball, which is one of the best things baseball's ever done. And, of course, as a Pirate fan, I'm obligated to say that they need to do this with Roberto Clemente's 21 for all the Latino players and everyone that's played uh, Puerto Rican, all that. They, they're really pushing for 21 to be retired. I keep thinking they're going to do it. Uh, Would have been nice to do probably on the 50-year anniversary of his passing. They didn't, but when has Major League Baseball gotten it right? They don't do it all the time. But anyway, retired 21, but Jackie Robinson, who else do you have up there? Mariana Rivera. Now, I had mentioned Mariana Rivera, all-time best reliever in baseball history, unhittable. Was it the cutter or spit, uh, splitter? What do you have? Cutter, right? Cutter, right. And then he was I, the only first unanimous uh, vote into the Hall of, Hall of Fame. He was the first unanimous. You know, I know that's, I, that's fine, I, and he deserves it, but it bothers me when like someone like Greg Maddox 
or like Tom Seaver, there's always one jerk that has to leave someone off the ballot yep. just so their name gets attention. There's no reason you could name 10 players that should have been automatic bids, but they weren't. Um, so Mariano Rivera was the last one to wear number 42. What they did is they grandfathered it in. Um, Dave, did David Ortiz wear 40? There was a guy, or Mo Vaughn, Mo Vaughn. He's Mo on Vaughn there. for Is he, uh, is he on there? You yep. have Mo Vaughn on there. Oh, I forgot you put the names on there. I just noticed that he puts the names on there yesterday. So Mo Vaughn, uh, you got James Worthy. You got to have James Worthy up there. Uh, all-time great Laker. Out of North Carolina. I was on a plane with James Worthy once. Yeah. Um, it's really the only reason why I put him up there is because he was a Tar Heel. He was. You like North Carolina. That's right. Yep. yep. Uh, I was on a plane with him once, and you think when you see them on TV, they're massive. When you're next to a, a, an NBA player, they're huge. But and, I, and I said hello to him uh, as he sat in first class, and I worked my way back to coach. Good story. <laughs> Paul Warfield. Miami Dolphins, great. And you put Nate Thurmond up there. Wow. Yeah, and no hockey player. This is the first list we've ever had without a hockey player. Yeah, I couldn't really find a... No 42s. Yeah. And then I, I did omit, I, I skipped it, and I got to get back to it. Ronnie Lott, one of, the, I, one of the best football players, not just like defensive back, uh, safety. Was he safety, safety, safety. right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ronnie Lott, uh, unbelievable. They told him, what's the, the, the his ring finger? Ronnie, we might have to do surgery on your finger. You might be out two or three weeks with the injury, or we could cut the tip off. Get the knife, and they cut the tip of his finger off. Did you know that? I did not know. Yeah, that. they cut it. He's, he, he was going to be on. He would miss a couple games, or cut the tip of his finger off. Bring the knife. Sacrifice. Yeah, I mean that's what kind of warrior he was, and the hardest hitter. I mean, just flew. Palomalu was yeah, a hard hitter, but Ronnie Lott hit harder. I'm telling you right now. But that's a great list, number 42. But of course, once again, Jackie Robinson, you will forever be the number 42, uh, forever. So great, great list today. As always, Ryan. Oh, and you even had the little retired thing there. There you go. Nice job. All right, let's open up Frank's Fast Takes right now. Cue the Billy Gardell sound. Let's hear All it. All right, begin. All right, begin. I'm getting the impression down pretty good. All right. So anyway, uh, this is a special edition. We had the special Denny Nagel, Nagel edition where we, we quizzed Denny Nagel. This is a Hall of Fame edition, man. A lot of, lot of Hall of Famers born on December 7th, and we're going to go ahead and start with um, Larry Legend, right? Yes, sir. Larry Bird, born December 7th. Larry Bird, uh, I hated him so much as a kid because I was a Laker fan. All right. I hated Larry Bird. But as I've gotten older and you watch the, you, you know, you see the interviews and you watch the, he was so good. I mean, I knew he was good. Although he would, he would get the ball and he would tiptoe to the three point line, which is highly illegal. You can't do that. That would be double dribble or traveling, but. They let him. They let him get away with it. So there's him throwing the ball. There was some brutal fights between him. Is that Isaiah and him going at it? Rodman. That was Rodman. Yeah, it was Rodman. Yeah. Okay. There you go. We got to get Rick Mahorn on the show. Still trying to get Rick Mahorn on the show. Rick, come on the show. He was one of the Detroit Bad Boys. But Larry Legend, man, uh, unbelievable. And that show on HBO. You didn't watch Showtime on HBO? I've watched it. Oh no, it's not Showtime. It was called Winning Time. Yeah, I watched. They it. want to call it Showtime, but they can't because it's Showtime. Yeah. The the guy who played Larry Bird looked like him. Was so excellent. And that was a true story that he went and put 40 points up in jeans when he went to show Indiana State what he could do. Right. So Larry Bird, badass, and him and Magic hated each other. And, of course, they became close friends yep. and ended up doing that famous McDonald's ad where they're like, off the rafters, into the thing. You, do you remember that commercial? Jesus, man. That was a Jordan. I was a Jordan. It was Jordan. It was Jordan. Damn it, Chris correcting me. He's going to correct me again as soon as he sits down. I already know it's coming. I can feel him. Uh, McDonald's. Have you ever heard of McDonald's? What what McDowell's? McDowell's. <laughs> McDowell's would be from Coming to America, exactly. You know they did a pop up one of that when they opened in Los Angeles. So when Coming to America two came out around Christmas, I think two years ago, they had a McDowell's pop up, 
and they wore the uniforms and everything. And you went, it was pretty funny. Have you, uh, Eddie Murphy just released uh, Candy Cane Lane. Candy Cane Lane, and it's a giant, massive hit on on on. Uh, Have you Ryan. watched it yet? I watched no, it last I haven't. night. With I haven't Tiff. had the time. I, th I think I thought it was pretty good. Ryan, I'm working on this show all day. <laughs> People go, "Oh, Frank, you work one hour a day." I go home, ladies and gentlemen. I eat some lunch, and then I just start hammering out this show, watching Hawkeye and sports. What's the moment I need? What will Ryan wear tomorrow? What will Ann bring in for me to wear? How much will Jerry swear on the show? <laughs> How much uh, will Sean tell me what bets to make on the NBA? And I never listen, and I should, because he's really good at gambling on the NBA. Anyway, happy birthday, Larry Legend. What was he, 67? Now, the greatest catcher of all time. We could bring Chris in for these fast takes if he wants to come in. You want to talk? Yeah, Chris, why don't you come on? Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Andrews filling in for Daniel Bellinger, Ryan's friend. Ryan's friend. Larry Bird. What did you think of Larry Bird? Were you a Larry Bird fan or did you hate Larry Bird? No, I loved Larry Bird when we were kids. We had yeah. uh you know we had no NBA team in, in Pittsburgh. I know, right. So we had like a certain group of us were uh Laker fans, right. some were Celtic fans, some and were Sixers. Knicks fans. And some Sixers, because of Philly. Not no? too many Sixers fans. You know, you kind people Philly and Pittsburgh they, they hated when, each other. I hear yeah. I hear yeah. it was when you had to hate the Phillies, you had to hate the Flyers, you had to hate the Sixers. Yeah, there that's were... why I went with the Lakers because I knew I lived in LA as a kid, so I went with the Lakers and they were entertaining. But uh, so I was a Bird fan. I, yeah. I thought Bird was great. Although I, I I did have some affection for the Knicks at times too. Um the Knicks? Yeah. Bernard King. Well, I'll I tell you what. Bernard King play. Well, I have the I have the the story about you know going to Bobby Knight the camp. I had to go get oh, the, yeah, play the play to grass. grass. Yeah. Willis Reed was at that camp. Oh my god! And he was like so nice to me. I mean, it was nice to everybody, but right. uh, probably because I was the worst player in camp <laughs> that he was like especially nice felt to me. Bad for you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, he's a big man too. Yeah. Well, I, that's Ooh. what I'm saying. When you see these NBA players, yeah. uh, I was somewhere where Shaq walked by me once. Like I didn't meet him or anything. But that man is just massive. Yeah. The, probably the biggest human being I ever saw. I was in an airport and saw Jonathan Ogden. Oh, I, I, I told you I played golf with him. Woo. Yeah. Uh, he was in a, I, I was in a celebrity tournament, which, by the way, when I play, I was in a Vegas thing, and it's always weird. And you're when still the, flying coach? You're <laughs> no, I think I was first class on the James Worthy. <laughs> okay, I was doing right. it for the benefit of comedy. But um, I, uh, it's always funny when I played in this, this Vegas thing. They had a bunch of soap opera stars and athletes, and I was a daytime TV guy because of Street Smarts. And then when you show up in the foursome and they're like, Looking around, going, yeah, I think uh, I think our celeb will be here soon. <laughs> and you kind of go, uh, yeah, I think that's wait, me. what happened? It's yeah. me. Have you ever seen Street Smarts? Oh, you have a real job. You don't stay up at two in the morning. Well, anyway, I'm the celeb. I remember uh, Jonathan Ogden was on one of the teams. Yeah. And then afterwards, we had an after party over at the Venetian. And he's a large man. And um, it's legal now. And I don't think I can get him in any trouble. But he liked, he liked to smoke a lot of weed. Why are you staring at me? I don't know. I'm staring right at Ryan. <laughs> well, I was, you're my sensor. I look at you and I laugh. You go like this, you know, or like this. I got to know if I can do it. Yeah. Where were you when Jerry was dropping? <laughs> um, Larry Legend. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to the next Hall of Fame birthday. Happy 76 to the best catcher. All right. There's a lot of Yogi Bear fans. Roy Campbell, uh, Pudge, whatever. Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench was the best. Are you looking? What are you going to say? Manny no. Sanguian? Who's no. better than Johnny Bench? Yogi Bear. Yogi. Well, see, I... Johnny Bench. Look, look at on, Johnny. What was he? Three time MVP. I know he was. How many time World Series? Johnny Bench. Look at the. Remember the baseball bunch, by the way? I asked Ryan to pull a clip of the baseball bunch. He hosted this show where kids played baseball and he'd have a major leaguer on. It's my favorite. I have a t shirt somewhere in storage. But Johnny, can we see Johnny Bench's stats again? Or was that with the video? It, it was just the video. Okay. Well, anyway, Johnny Bench, he was the best catcher of all time. Defensively, offensively, 
No. You're going Yogi Berra? I could easily agree with you. Then we could both be wrong. This is true. I mean, I don't know who else would be in that question. Buster uh, Posey. the top two, yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly, right. Uh, Mike Wilbon always puts Roy Campanella. Roy Campanella's career oh, was too short. Yeah. He was great, but his career was too short. Tragically, he was injured yeah, in a car wreck. Right. But uh, Pudge Rodriguez for playing over 2,000 games. Great player. Great, great player. Yeah. Uh, Buster Posey. Oh, Buster. I love Buster, Buster Posey. I, yeah. I hated Buster because he was a giant, but wow. boy. Hell of a player. I married into that because my wife right. was a big Giants fan. I was a pirate. I was still a pirate fan. But, you know, it's since I was married to her, they won yeah. three World three, Series. Three, 20, and Buster 10, was 12 and 14. They did uh, he was years. a big part of all of them. And those. by the way, the Pirates could have drafted him, by the way, if you remember. Oh, put I don't more know salt took, in my room. I don't know if we took uh, Daniel Moskis. One, another horrible first round pick. Oh. But he could have been a pirate. They, it was rumored all the Pirates like Buster Posey. They didn't take him. Could have been. I mean, that could have changed the whole franchise. But Johnny Bench. Yes, Ryan, did you have something to say? I was I was going to read Bench's stats. So he had 389 homers, two, 2,048 hits in uh, 7,600 at-bats. He had a 75.1 war, and he had uh, 1,091 runs scored. Yeah. It's always it, great who's when, that? Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench. It's always great when you know, we, we know exactly how many at-bats he had. Who the yeah. hell needs that stat? Well, okay, so his batting average was 267. <laughs> well, if you want to do the math, me. there you go. Okay. You're talking about guys that weren't uh, didn't get 100% of the vote in the Hall of Fame. Babe Ruth? Somebody voted against Babe Ruth? Again, that initial and class. Ty Wait, Cobb? Jeff, you, yeah. Pedro Alvarez. Thank you very much. Pedro Alvarez out of Vanderbilt. Yeah. Third base, left hand. Never. He did. He, he did, was okay. He did co-win a home run Yeah, title. he was okay. Yeah, he did. It, and I think he, yeah. he tied for the league leading homers, but he was a bust, man. And then he got the yips. Then he couldn't throw the ball. From third base, he couldn't make the throw. You want to see me make that throw? Like Ozzie Smith every time. Just a factory across the diamond. When I was, uh, but <laughs> my last year of playing softball, competitive right. softball, they put me at third base, you okay. know, and I, and I, I did, I quit. I told my girlfriend at the time, I said, if I hit a home run, I'm walking off the field. <laughs> and I did, I hit a home run. Boom. And I, I told the coach, I said, he goes, no, no, no. You have, I said, listen, I'm good for one throw again. There you go. <laughs> and I'm, I'm dead serious. They put, you know, there's no bunting, obviously. It's right. so I, there, uh, I had like a deep third base. I said, you know. That's a long, that throw. a long throw. I think I was about 45 at the time. So that's, that's enough. Ryan, how old are you? Are you 23. 23. All right. Mm. He's half that age. So uh, real quick about Little League Baseball. Well, Little League, Pony League, whatever. Uh, I was a senior in high school. I didn't make the senior. I got, I got dismissed from the high school team because I was a clown and I distracted the team. So I went, hmm, maybe I'll be a comedian. So the last year I played in organized baseball, I had the, I had the glasses with the specs, the specs strap. So our coach quit uh, with about four games to go. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Nicotero became player manager of the team. Oh, yeah. One guy's dad, I think it was George Noel, his dad would had the equipment in the car. I didn't have a car, right? So I said, I'm going to manage this team. And people were like, what? I'm like, I got this. Player manager, we finished like sixth, seventh, whatever. We had a rough beginning of the season. We get to the playoffs. We beat the number one seed with eight people. Eight, we had eight players. I split the outfielders. Yeah. Then in the championship game, it's tied. Tie game. I lead off. I get a hit. I call for a bunt. I'm giving signs in front. Call for a bunt from our best hitter. Uh, no, I was. I get to third. I stole second. Never got thrown out at second. Get to third. Our best hitter. I want to make sure we tie the game. I call for a bunt because he popped up a lot. Bunt. I score. Then we win the game. Last out. Me at third base. Force out. Player manager. So they come out to present the trophy. And they go, oh, let's bring out George Newell's dad. And all the moms are saying, no, Frankie's dad. That's right. I was the manager. And I got to go out, get the manager. Took my cleats off. Hung him up. How many kids retire player manager at 17 years old? That's impressive.
You don't know Daniel Bellinger. Anyway, I was oh, a player right? manager. <laughs> oh, man. Player manager. And he's like, I know Dan, something. you got to help me out, man. So I all this time, Nagel. All this time that you spend writing, is, yeah. that, is that fiction or nonfiction? <laughs> <laughs> that is a true story. Who could confirm that? That was on that. Mike O'Day, is he watching today? He's not there. Mike, are you there? Mike. <laughs> Reno Paul is a wise man. Wait, what is that? Uh, Will Smith was a best, the best catcher. Oh, Dodger fan piping in Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, mm. Play 20 more years. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. But anyway, yeah, player manager. That's probably the proudest sports accomplishment of my life. Hung up the cleats. I want to, by the way, two-time champ, because our coach quit in the middle of the season yeah, after we won the title. It was like bad news bears. Why didn't he quit? You were that obnoxious? He, he, got, he got a, a sales job. He was selling uh. Uh, drugs, medical drugs. <laughs> Selling, he was a medical, what are they called? Medical reps, what do they yeah. call them? I was going to say, I remember that street pharmacy corner reps. in North yeah, Allegheny. Yeah, right. yeah. No, no, no. He was a pharmacy <laughs> ah, rep, okay. and he started traveling too much, and he quit. So the one guy who took over got mad at us, Mark Lehu, and says, oh, they're a bunch of loo Ah, oh, you guys are a bunch of jerks, you don't pay attention. I said, I'll run this team. And I did, and took us to a title. All right, anyway, uh, last Hall of Fame birthday, happy 100th birthday to Ted Knight. Ted Knight who obviously was Judge Smales in Caddyshack, ladies and gentlemen. Probably the funniest sports movie. I know we were going to break. We talked about our favorite sports movie. That's my favorite sports comedy. I mean, Ted Knight, you're, you're talking heavyweights in this. Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, Ronnie Dangerfield. Ted Knight, in a lot of ways, might even steal that movie. He's so funny in it. Nobody steals it from Rodney, but know, he's great. But he he makes the movie. Because he's that old. Yeah, because foil. that yeah. guy. Yeah. He's so good, man. And by the way, you see how old he is there? Uh, I think I looked 35, I think. 56 or, (laughs) yeah, he was like 56 or something. Well, we're waiting. I mean, every day on a golf course, people are going to say, well, we're waiting. And also, like, I need to bring out the old Billy Baru. Every day on a golf course, we'll be there. Cinderella story. Cinderella story. And then you got your younger generation who's going to do Happy Gilmore. Uh, Is going to do, you know, uh, just uh, just get get, get to your home. Just tap it in. You too good for your home? Yeah, tap it in. Tap it in. You probably saw Happy Gilmore when you were... My dad probably showed it to me when I was Your dad, six. Chubbs. When you were six. Yeah. Probably. Then Chubbs. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, Ted Knight, he would have been 100 years old. Oh, okay. He was one of the best. Caddyshack. I mean, come on. The old Billy Baru. And then uh, one more Hall of Fame birthday, uh, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Oh. The 5-0 for T.O. You want to talk about a guy. Is this the catch where he got hit? This is a playoff game. I was eating dinner. No. Is this where he gets hit in the no, end this zone? No, is, this is a touchdown. Okay. Takes the uh, you know the hit I'm talking about pom poms. Oh, he takes the pom poms. Yeah, I'm sure he got fined because you can't use anything as a prop. There you go. Look at that. That's awesome though. Worth the fine. To so uh, again, I like to drop names on the show. You know, I'm you know player manager. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, lucky lucky. It's lucky ass. That's his name. He went to high school with Jonathan Ogden, okay. guy who watches the show every day. Oh, okay. Said he was a super nice guy. Well, most people who are stoned all the time are. Also, greatest catchers, Carlton Fisk, your stepdad. Yeah. And Gene Dennis. Gene Dennis, who was with the Oakland A's in the early 70s. Yeah. And then he played for the Pirates. Yeah. Towards the end of his career, Gene Dennis. Who said that? Oh, lucky has it. Very Any funny. Pirate fans out there? Jesse Gonder. How's that? For, Who's Jesse Gonder? Before your time. At 60s, I'd say. Oh, my God. I remember, like, the first catchers I remember, like, Milt May, Manny Sanguin. Yeah. Duffy, a little, Duffy Dyer. Duffy Dyer is okay. And Ott. I was going to say, the man with the shortest name in baseball history. Yeah, if I'm replaced Melot. Ed Ott and replaced yeah. Melot by yeah. one letter. You can't get much co- uh, shorter than Ed Ott. Anyway, Terrell Owens, uh, I, I, got, I got hired to do a video game commercial or promotion or something, and they said you're going to be with an NFL player, and I show up to this apartment on Coldwater and like 
Whitsit, Coldwater, somewhere around there. And I'm like, well, who's going to live here in this apartment? It was Terrell Owens. He had homes all over, but he had a little yeah. apartment there. And uh, he had this game Sequence, which I ended up buying, I think, and me and my dad would play. But Terrell Owens, I did a video game commercial with him, and I called him Terrell. Yeah. And he had to correct me and say, it's Terrell. Now, if you want to correct me on the pronunciation of first names, Chris, if you'd like to reprimand me for yesterday. Yes. His, the, his name is Giannis. She, it's not, not Giannis. G I know it's spelled like that. But the G followed guy. by the E sound in Greek is... is the G is silent, and so, it's Giannis. So Giannis. now the sandwich spelled G-Y-R-O. Gyro. Right. You don't say gyro. You don't say gyro. A lot of people in Pittsburgh call, <laughs> a lot of people in Pittsburgh call them gyro. A lot of people in Pittsburgh call North Versailles instead <laughs> yeah. of Versailles. Yeah, I'll tell you another funny story, but yeah, it's, two things made me think about this. If you go into a Greek restaurant, okay. and it's inevitable, uh, give me the... Um, the Spanakopita, the the waiter, the waiter invariably Spanakopita. Yeah, you know, they, they all then it drives my wife crazy. Yeah. They got to correct you every time. That's, that's Greek people. Well, Italians they'll, and they'll go nuts if you say Giannis. They're gonna okay. say, it's Giannis. Yeah, I'll Giannis. never make that. And by the way, credit to Ryan, our producer, uh, who doesn't have a lot of friends. He was correcting me. Uh, he was he was correcting I'm me and Kalucci over here, man. Dwayne Kalucci. Kalooch! And you missed your... Dwayne Kalucci! Guys are a beat slow. Wow, man. man. Everyone's affected by Jerry. Jerry's the whole mood back there. Everyone's tense. <laughs> um, yeah, Giannis. 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 I'll never get it wrong again. Also, like an Italian restaurant, when you say, can we have some bruschetta, they like to bruschetta. say bruschetta. Yeah. Bruschetta. It's not bruschetta. It's bruschetta. I'll tell you... <laughs> Another quick thing. Go, like, we got we're, time. We're, so, I was with a company. Okay. You know, I was one of the guys, and... Uh, the guy who's like the programmer, he spelled Pittsburgh without the H at the end. Which, yeah. I says, you got to, nobody will notice. I said, everyone in Pittsburgh will notice. <laughs> you have to put the H. And he, I'll, I'll get to it. How come you're not tweeting that out? I said, I'm not tweeting out or sending out any emails or anything until you put the H in Pittsburgh. Right. Well, I'll get to it. I said, well, when you get to it. I'll start doing that kind of stuff that you want me to do. Otherwise, <laughs> no, I'm not it doing it. Was the guy 100 years old? Because in his no, defense. No, he was like, how old he, well, he was like Ryan's age. Well, in his defense, though, there was no H on Pittsburgh, right? In the 20s I don't want to hear it. it. They took it off. For some reason, it was Pittsburgh with an H. Yeah. Then in the 20s, someone went, some marketing person went, let's take the H off Pittsburgh. Took it off. And then it came back. I don't know the. No, the, it's like, and then, you know, I spent a lot of years up north. And there's right? Pittsburgh, California, which is there in. Is. Uh, Goes, oh, you from Pittsburgh, Connor Coast County? No, yeah, I'm from the real Pittsburgh, not the fake Pittsburgh. Now, the remember, real. I remember I studied baseball cards. Bill Russell, a great, uh, the shortstop for the Dodgers, yeah, from Pittsburgh, Kansas. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I don't think they had an H on Pittsburgh. They don't. Kansas. Yeah, you know the the nickname of their football team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Gorillas. The Gorillas? Yeah. That's a great name. Pittsburgh State Gorillas. Oh, I need a t-shirt from that. If you I had one somewhere, oh, who knows where it is? That's a good one. Let me yeah. see if anyone out there is uh, okay. Why the Pittsburgh someone... State Gorillas. And they won a Division Three many years ago or whatever What's it was. That, Jeff? They yeah, did. they won something. Yeah, Pittsburgh State. They, yeah. Jeff Parles, the man yeah. who knows everything, too. Yeah. I love when he jumps in. Uh, someone just mentioned Lacey Underalls. Uh, how old is Lacey <laughs> Underalls? Lacey Underalls played by the lovely Cindy Morgan in yeah. Caddyshack. Uh, I met her once. Really? When she was, she was older. She's still a beautiful woman. Yeah. She was at a convention where people signed autographs when she was there. All right, uh, Terrell Owens. Anyway, Terrell Owens, by the way, one of the if you look at Terrell Owens' stats, oh, there's the gorillas. Oh, that's awesome. All right. The Pittsburgh State Gorillas. That's, that's awesome. And their head coach, is that their head coach running out? He doesn't, he just, 
wears like a hoodie and blue jeans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, our, all our budget went into their uniforms. I was so. say, you don't get Nick Saban money <laughs> when you're coaching Pittsburgh. State. Um, uh, Terrell Owens, you know how long it took him to get in the Hall of Fame on what ballot it took to get him in? Uh, yeah, three years. It was three, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, every team he left was happy to see That's him true. go. And I, I actually got into a Twitter debate with Jim Trotter, if you know who he is. He's a writer uh, for sport was a writer for Sports Illustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Hall of Fame voter. And I said that. He said, Oh, Terrell should have been in first. I said if you just go by his stats, you're probably yes. right. But I said that that every team that he, he played for was happy to see him go. And they yeah. were. And the other one I, I remember distinctly was when he had that broken leg and when Philly oh. was in the Super yeah, Bowl. He and he played. Yeah. And they coming off the field. His team just lost, yeah. by the way. His team just lost. Announcer goes up to him, Terrell, how you going? I knew I could do it. <laughs> Your team just lost. Do you yeah. understand that? Well, it was Most a guys, bit of a and then I, there's so I could just run the list. Remember when he did get hurt and Donovan McNabb saying, well, you know, the next guy up, got to step up. We got. He was like so offended. Yeah. The next guy up, he's not going to be as good as I am. I, yeah, we know that. But they, <laughs> that's what they say at every football situation since the dawn of man. That's my quarterback. That's oh, my quarterback well, when he cried. You know, alligator tears. Yeah, I <laughs> crocodile tears. Crocodile tears. <laughs> crocodile alligator. Me on Giannis. I'm going to crack you an alligator. And crocodile. What is it? Crocodile, crocodile tears. tears. Uh, I crocodile thought it was alligator tears. tears. It could Whatever. be both. It depends where you're from. Because alligators and ga the only place they're alligators and crocodiles are Florida and Florida. Yeah, and we yeah. learned that on one of our early episodes. Do you know so the difference between one of them is rounded and one of them's pointy. The one will see you later. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in a while. We'll see you in a while. <laughs> yeah, we often quote Bill Haley in the comments on the show. I know. And Bill Haley. Yeah, she's too young for Bill Haley in the comments. Anne's too young for that? I don't, well, she knows the first rock and roll song they called for it was Rock Around the yeah. Clock by Bill Haley in the comments. Yeah. See you later, alligator. And that was their follow-up flip side. Yeah. Was, see you later. In a while, crocodile. My dad was a DJ. I know all the stupid music stuff. So anyway, Terrell Owens took him three times. That's my quarterback. Great stats. Still wants to play in the NFL. You know he's Jones and is still getting the NFL. Every year he plays in like some weird B yeah, League. Please. And, yeah. But third, yeah. Anyway. Oh, I the Steelers are playing tonight, right? The Steelers we are playing? I'm trying not to look at that. <laughs> I'm not that. I'm not. You notice I'm not wearing my steel bar. And I am not either. I, I'm proudly wearing a UNLV shirt. No, good which for I you. That, good for yeah. Ann for yeah, taking for care Ann of that. that in and, and, and I uh, know we had a lot of we have a lot yeah. of people who had yeah. you know, members there, of their on family campus and on campus. People and, who work, Devin who fills in a lot, he was yeah, there. Jesus. So uh yeah, incredible. so that's why we wanted to show our support today for yeah. for UNLV. Um but the Steelers are playing tonight. And what is the over under at right now? Do we I think we're at 30. 30, 30, 30 right now. It's 30. We're at 30. Now Sean, who works on the show over there doing graphics, big Steeler guy, he did the alternative line, the alternative line <laughs> under 23. Yeah. They just 23 and a half. For plus two. Yeah. For plus two hundred or plus twenty. Plus two twenty. He did the alt line. Yeah, I see. You bet it here? Yeah, that's what we got it right now. Now also, Sean alerted me to this. The must bet, you know, the, the a lot of it, you're the first player touchdown, right? That's yeah. a very popular bet in Vegas yeah. and everywhere. This is the first time ever that the first bet touchdown, the most action is being seen on no player to score a touchdown at all. Big surprise. Big surprise. <laughs> and it's 14 to 1. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Do you, there's going to be a touchdown. Mitch Trubisky is going to sling it, right? He's going yeah. he's to he's hit at least, he's going to throw two or three picks. By the way, the over, I throw the over on picks a lot. I bet you he's one and a half, but. Um, what do you think the number is? What happens? Do we go over 30? 
Everyone's got. I all get my tell, friends all are the sharp under. guys are on the under. I can tell you that. You know, because I opened it. I think I opened it thirty-one and a half. Yeah, thirty-two. Yeah, I thought I opened thirty-one and a half. Yeah, that's so thirty-two, Sean. Thirty-two. Yeah, yeah and uh, it's been all under. <laughs> so I mean, I got to respect the sharp money. Now, does yeah. Frankie Overs take an under tonight for my first? Well, time? see, here's the thing. You know, and I used it's to do it. Over. My, my good friend Barry, who's okay. done did our golf show the one time, and I did shows with him for many years. And <laughs> Barry loved to take the highest total on the board and bet over <laughs> and the lowest total on the board and bet under. And I was some very, you understand, we, we kind of know, we kind of know that, yeah. you know, going into, <laughs> yeah, you, right. you know, it's not like you're getting the best of the number. <laughs> oh, you have to bet the over. You have to bet the under. Okay. But be on this one tonight, 30 points. You might have to bet the under. <laughs> now you could tease that to the Steelers, even at home. Yeah. And over and push up 35, 36, right? Oh, you or, go to 36, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Put, take it down to 24 over. Yeah. But I don't want to, I don't want to mess with uh Sean's bed because he's taking yeah. under with the alternative money line. Yeah. I don't know. And lastly, on this Hall of Fame edition of Frank's Takes, Lou Gehrig elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Mm. Uh the shortest time, I think it was only a year or two after uh, the luckiest man on the face here. Two years later, he passed away at 37. Um, just six months before putting his own plaque. Mm. Um, yeah, they 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 rushed his uh, Hall of Fame. The Iron Horse. Uh, that's a rare color photo, or was that color? Is that a painting? They they adjusted it to be color. They adjusted it to colorize it. Boy, a colorization's come a long way because remember when they first started colorizing oh Ted God, Turner? That was horrible. I know you're a class. This guy has classic oh, yeah. movies on. He has eight, nine TVs back there. The lower left is always Turner classic movies. Yeah. And I come in, I go, which Barrymore is this on today? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, remember how bad they looked when they first started colorizing uh, uh, yeah, the Casablanca? Yeah, they looked just so terrible. And Ted Turner. Ted Turner, brilliant guy. Yeah. Oh, nobody's ever going to watch a black and white movie again. Right. <laughs> Ted, you missed on that one. And Ted Turner, who actually, they made a law, they changed the rule in baseball. He actually managed the Braves. Yeah, for, I remember that. Was it one game or a couple I, games? I, I, was it I don't just know. One the time? least one. Jeff? I think it was just one game. The I don't know if one. Jeff saw a finger up. But he did. He came with Ryan. Ted Turner, the owner of the Braves, went, you know what? I'm going to manage the team. Yeah. There's a businessman comes yeah. down. And then Major League Baseball stepped in. That was probably when uh, the commissioner was, uh, who was the longtime guy before Bowie he brought Bowie Kuhn? Maybe Bowie it was Kuhn. probably Bowie Kuhn. Bowie Came Bowie in and went, Kuhn. yeah, you're not going to be able to do that. He did it for one game in 1976. Yeah, there yeah. You. Did they win or lose? Because um, that would be great to be like, yeah, I won a game. Let me look into it. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> you think Jerry just, Jones just wouldn't want to coach yeah, oh, the, the Niners? Jerry put a headset on in a second. They did lose, no. right? Yeah, they had to lose. And they stepped yeah, right in and went, Ted, again. we're going to ask you to go back upstairs. And hey, hey, you know what, Ted? Let's distract you. We'll introduce you to this lovely actress. This is Jane Fonda. Oh, okay. I'll go with Jane Fonda. Oh, I thought Sean was celebrating Jane Fonda. He was just <laughs> he was just stretching. All right. Uh, do we want to close up the fast takes or are we going to do that to show in? That's uh, enough of that. All right. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. There we go. All right. That Chris, was the longest fast takes in history. 39 I, I know. Well, no, we have, we have, <laughs> well, we were supposed to have a guest named Daniel Bellinger. Mm -hmm. What <laughs> Wait, what happened? Uh, Chris, what else? We got NBA action. We're going to talk about We got NBA. We got props on the NBA for tonight's games uh, being played right down the street here. That's right down so, the street. And to know. say that in December here in Las Vegas is crazy. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. So we put up a couple props. And here's the bet. The, here's the prop that um, I, I was I threw out there. Fun, fun prop. LeBron, what's what's LeBron's uh, total? Uh, twenty-eight and a half. See, I told you it'd be up there because it's going to be running gun tonight. 28 and a half. So I was saying the, the uh, good prop bet would be who scores more, LeBron or the Steelers' Pats. That would be a good over. That would be a good over-under bet. 
By the way, anytime you come with these props, <laughs> tell me how much you want to bet. Don't tell me which side. All right. We'll put the money in the drawer and then we'll write your ticket. <laughs> Everybody comes up with all these props, and nobody and and they don't want to bet them. They're like they're media props. Right. Oh, that would be a great prop for who? So if I bankroll it, you're saying we could get it up on the you board. You don't have to bankroll. You have to bet it. I have to bet it, and oh. I don't mean fourteen dollars either. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> my fourteen dollar bet on the Grand Salami, which you have. You talk. I don't have it anymore. All right, I'll, I'll put. I'll put. Uh, who wants? I'll take the over. I'll take LeBron more than the game, than the football game. Anyone want any action? Save on that? your money. It's, it's right. that's probably the right side. Damn it! So right. I put it up. I got to put it up for everybody. Okay. Well, I was just gonna do it with Ryan, but I'm, by you the can way, bet him. That's what I'm saying. I'll you bet Ryan. You can go bet Ryan. Nah, I, that's probably the right side. Okay. All I right. Think it'll probably be. All right, Chris. You got to get back to work. I guess. Right. Busy Thursday night. It'll be in here. By the way, the casino is packed with rodeo people. Yeah. Cowboys, cowgirls, the nicest people in the world. They are. Hold the elevator. They'll, they'll offer to, do you need me to help you carry something? Not that I was carrying a lot of stuff, but I mean, just the nicest people uh, ever. And it's packed here at the South Point, so the yeah. sports book's going to be great tonight. Yeah, and we, uh, I want to mention, though, we put up all the FCS championship uh, uh, playoff games because almost every game is involving somebody with, we got Texas. Idaho. <laughs> uh, no, no Texas. We got Idaho, Montana. Oh, yeah. Both Dakotas. You know, the Dakotas so, are always in so there. Always, and we're like the only ones in town that have them up. Oh, yeah, I right. told, uh, you know, I told my guy, Joe, just put them up, Joe. I, you know, just put them up. A lot of action. All right. Come to the South Point. You can bet on yeah. any football game. Is Pittsburgh State still alive? We got to bet the girls. No, they're not in it. Damn it. They're not in it. All right, Chris. Thank you as always. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to bring Jeff Parles in here and he will correct any mistakes that we've made so far. Ted Turner, one game. One game? All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 12.30, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 12.30 a.m. in the Grand View Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grand View Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza.
David Sanders, you're right. Ted Turner was no player manager. Just this kid right here, player manager, baby. Uh, I wanted to point out, uh, we do, uh, we, uh, Jeff Parles, wait a minute, from Sports by the Book, Jeff Parles, who is going to the two NBA games tonight. Well, no, one. One. Oh, you're one, at the Laker one. game. That's no, right. It's no, not no, like not, a tournament. Not the early day. Yeah. We're on the air during the early You game. are on the air. We're on the air. During uh, Bucks and uh, and Pacers, which is now two fifty seven, two fifty seven. That's what now yeah, two fifty seven, which is astronomical. That's an unbelievable over. Are you taking that at I'm all? I'm not touching it because I, well, I said because so, it's a strange, it's a strange court, there's, it's a strange there's, background. There's a few things. It's this is the first ever. I, they've had preseason games at T-Mobile, right? But these two teams have never played here. Yes. The Lakers have. The Lakers played the Nets earlier in the year in a, in a preseason game here at T-Mobile. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if that will have any bearing on the game later, yeah, right. but but it, it's going to play as a playoff game, wouldn't you think? The atmosphere a, has you, been playoff. Like when, Kevin Durant when, even when, said. Even man. though the Bucks knicks game was a wild over Dude. two nights ago, yeah. uh, I would anticipate that this would play. The Pacers game went under. Uh, there was still, what, it was 234, but it still went under uh, the, the total that was in the high 230s, low 240s that night against Boston. But I, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, you know, it's going to be like ninety percent Laker fans tonight because yeah, I'm oh, sure there are plenty of people who yeah. just hopped in the car, go go make the nice drive Could be through Spirit desert. Airlines or yeah. Southwest. Sometimes they're like twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah if you that, get you right. You no know, Spirit. Yeah, well, like you do a lot I of do things on Spirit. Spirit. I have had nothing but good experiences on Spirit Airlines. Did the you get the big, the big front seat? That's why I get the big there seat. You go, yeah, see. me and James yeah. Worthy sitting in the big seats. <laughs> uh, it's the only airline that flies nonstop from L.A. To Pittsburgh is the only airline of spirit. I think there's the new one. Uh, crap. What's the new one? Uh, really? There's the only, only airline. I was actually on an American airlines flight as we were coming to LAX about 10, 15 years ago. Pilot goes, well, ladies and gentlemen, we made the history. You made history. The last nonstop American flight, the whole plane went, uh, or they yelled what Jerry yelled earlier. They went, ah, fudge. So, so wow. So you spirit airlines and you're so, going on a Wednesday and on a red eye and you can come back Sunday at 6 PM and get in at 9 PM. So, so, of course, uh, American merged with U.S. Air yes. back in the day. U.S. Air was a pit. Was a see, I'm, see, I'm about to, you're right. going to be stunned. At, again, no, you're we not, had a hub in you, Pittsburgh. You, you, you know all my my nonsense yeah. knowledge. Yes. Because U.S. Air, because Philly was the U.S. Air hub forever. And Pittsburgh, also. Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh as well. And Raleigh, I think. Yeah. And uh, American now has gone full-blown in Philadelphia. Yeah. It's a big Philadelphia hub. Uh, and I didn't know that that there was the only direct flight from LA to Pittsburgh is Spirit on Airlines. United, I'm amazed that Southwest that? doesn't. United Airlines has added it. Oh, ah! okay. So there you go. They finally no longer, did. Yep. When was that? That was recent. It. Yeah. It is. I'm surprised recent. Southwest wow. doesn't have a direct. They don't. Uh, you got to. I don't have a direct here. Phoenix or Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to go. Um. But yeah. I, I know true. everyone tuned in for our airport. The yeah. Air, airline discussion. I, I know. TWA used to fly. U.S. Airways, by the way, used to fly about six or seven nonstop flights a day. Pittsburgh to LA. I had by it. It was unbelievable. All right. Um, Yogi Bear story for you, real quick. I want to hear the Yogi Bear. Yeah. I still yeah. go Johnny 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 Bench. So, so Johnny Kemp saying just got paid. Yo just Yogi paid Yogi Bear, by the way, is like the, it has Ryan. Gonna have to double check me on this. Up until his last season, where he struck out three times. Part of the reason he retired um, when he did, he never struck out. He never he had struck the, out. He had the lowest strikeout rate of anyone who's in the Hall of Fame. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Him I and Tony Gwynn are in the right. top two. Um, Yogi struck out three of his nine at bats in his final season. And it's like, and you know, I'm done. I'm striking out too much. I'm done. Uh, but, but in all seriousness, though, uh, part of where I got my broadcast start was uh, with the uh, Bruce Beck and Ian Eagle broadcast camp. Ian Eagle. I love Ian Eagle. Which was, which we'll get Ian on, on one of these yeah, shows. Yeah, he's great. I rather than the bird. Um, the bird and the beard. Yes. Him and yeah, there you have him and Fouts. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but 
So they did a camp for people that were kids who were in high school or oh, early wow. in college. So that was where I got my start. I, I said to Ian on a show I did in the past, you know, Ian, that was the week, the week that I knew I was able to do it. And I am not missing a beat. It's like, oh, you, you saw me and Bruce up there being able to do this. And you're like, oh, those guys can do it. I right. like that, of course. <laughs> but, uh, but so Yogi, the camp was at the Yogi Berra Museum at Montclair State University in New Jersey. Wow. And Yogi would always come in. On the final day. Come on. Yeah, Yogi would come in. I have what? a picture. I, I don't know where it is. I'm, if my parents are listening, they'll send me a text with it. <laughs> they might be able to get it on Sports by the Book. But I have a picture of me as a 16-year-old oh, with wow. Yogi Berra. Uh, I, the shocking part of how skinny I was at 16. <laughs> I just ballooned. But Yogi, never not missing a beat. He's probably about 90 years old. Yeah. Always gets asked the question, was Jackie safer out? <laughs> and before you can finish the question out immediately yeah uh but for yogi yogi was always it was fun always having him in there and he's very nice to us we're all i mean we're we're 15 to 18 year old wow. brats yeah uh, and and here here is our you appreciate wanted, it later oh, on oh no life, I, we appreciate, I mean at I mean, the time like that, but i mean i know we appreciate it at the time i mean that camp i mean there's so many so many great speakers that came through that camp uh uh evan roberts who does radio in in new york now on wfan um david tyree came through like two <laughs> years after the helmet catch holding the helmet. uh so so everyone loved that yeah uh, i mean there was so many so many great now he plays and, for the giants do you know any new york giants currently do you know any oh wait ryan do you <laughs> anyway he knows not. tommy devito too what Daniel Bellinger. <laughs> By the way, I like how you tied Yogi Bear and the Jackie Robinson. It's, of course, today's yeah, episode 42, and he's got his Jackie jersey on. And also, by the way, the only reason I know a lot about Pittsburgh State. Okay. Other, yeah, yeah. That was, so, yeah. so of course, there. that's in Kansas. Obviously, spent too much time in the state of Missouri, seven okay. whole years. <laughs> uh, Kim Anderson coached Mizzou basketball while I was there. My senior year through two years after I was out of college. And he, after he won a championship uh, at uh, with the uh, Central Missouri Mules at D2, <laughs> got the Mizzou job, was as bad of a coach as there's ever been at the D in the Power Five level. Right. And then got fired and went to Pittsburgh State and wow. was the coach of Pittsburgh there you State. Go. And of gorillas. course, how could you not know when you hear a nickname of the Gorillas, you don't you forget. You never forget it. You don't forget it. It's kind of it's stunning. Like the banana slugs. You know, you the, so if the Phoenix Suns Gorilla ever loses his job, he'll just go to Kansas. That's all it is. <laughs> oh my God. That, I got to get one of those jerseys. So, what do you think of the NBA? So, what do you think do the Lakers win tonight? I had the Lakers against Phoenix the other night. I know you were you were leading. Yeah, Phoenix. I was. Op I was opposite because they played twice pretty quickly, yeah. and Lakers beat them both times. That was a good game too, and it was a dead even game that the yeah. Lakers. How about Austin Reeves? Big shot at the end. Ah, get, we played get, it on get the, the show, fortunate man. break of of getting the timeout when I'm not so sure he had the ball. That, now that is one of those very you tight, you very go, tight. Yeah, but um, I think Tim Donaghy's on the call. <laughs> not quite there, <laughs> but uh, no, it was an impressive win, and they play New Orleans, who really the Pelicans were great on Monday night against the a Sacramento team that I think is one of the better teams in the Western Conference. It's just one of those where New Orleans, both those teams now beating the the other team that they beat in the semifinals three times. Yeah. New Orleans has beaten Sacramento three times in a month also. So uh, it'll be an interesting game. I actually think I will take the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see if the Lakers get bet before this game. I would imagine they'll get treated like a Vegas team yeah. with the event here in Absolutely. Vegas. Uh, so uh, I, I do like the Lakers. Early game, I like Milwaukee. Not good enough to bet it, though. 
Uh, and Lakers Bucks would be if that's the final. That would be amazing. The league will have They'll hit a home, home run. Yeah, with home that run. They've already hit a home. That'll be a grand slam, right? Yeah. When you go to a game, do you feel you have to have a little money on it when you go? Because I know when I go, I have to have a little. Usually, action. I do. Well, so with with being in town, yes, right. So the most common sporting events I've been to in town are go are Golden Knight games because sure. there's a ton of them, and obviously, uh, uh. It's not for me, not too fun to bet on hockey. That's a very big blind spot. I've only won one bet. I've been in probably about a dozen games. Right. At, with VGK. I've actually I've won two bets. Um one of them was when I went earlier in the year when they played Dallas and they won an overtime. Won that one. The other one was the year they missed the playoffs. They were playing the Canadiens the year after the Canadiens upset them in the uh, in, in the NHL semifinal that okay. year, which was a, that Canadian team was terrible. It was ridiculous that okay. BGK lost that series. Ryan agrees with me. Ryan's nodding. Whatever. They, they, that was a, a big-time missed opportunity to win a cup for the Knights, but obviously they got it done this past year. Okay, I had Chandler fire. Stevenson at 25-1 to 1 to score the first goal. Okay. With the last $20 I had in, in one of my accounts, I forget what it was, <laughs> Stevenson goal. Great. We paid for the tickets. We got nice. the money in the account. Four fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. That's day a nice hit. Yeah. When those happen, you feel like a genius. Friend. <laughs> By the way, he mentioned <laughs> that he uh, he bet on the the Dallas game two to one overtime. That's the one that I lost when Chris Harrison made me bet Dallas, and I had to wear the the jersey. Yep. As soon as he said it, I went. Oh, little yeah, twitch. three two three two and overtime. Three two. Yeah, just three two twitch for me. I remember yeah. it. Oh, yeah. you remember. You remember the losses, don't you? Oh, you remember the losses more than the wins. Yeah, it's weird that that. And Chris yeah. has talked about that, and we yeah. had someone else on the show. Tom, it really is true, though. Yeah, you no, I mean, I mean, look, when I when I lost, uh, I guess this was two years ago when it was Florida State. Yeah, it had to have been two years ago. Florida State Clemson, where I had Florida State plus nine and a half, covering legitimately the whole game, and then they pitchy pitchy woo woo, pitchy pitchy <laughs> woo woo <laughs> touchdown pitchy, for Clemson for one of the yeah. worst beats you're ever Bad gonna beat. have. Oh man, uh, I had, had a few of those. I managed to lose on a few pitchy pitchy <laughs> woos, which is pretty amazing. Um, which uh, the by, when, uh, Holyfield Holyfield bit got bitten by Mike Tyson, Frank Mergy. I know I didn't mention it the day we talked about it on the show. I lost five hundred. He lost a thousand dollars. We had Tyson. That was the biggest loss I've ever had that the, I remember. The the wor the it's funny. The worst loss I've ever had was also a boxing match. Yeah, in the month before the world shut down. Okay. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Had that huge fight here in Vegas. So like February 2020 yeah. or something. And Wilder was, in retrospect, it's insane that I did this because of how lopsided the last two fights between those two ended up being. Right. Wilder was a favorite. And I, for whatever reason, was like, you know what? He should have won the first fight in LA. That was that ridiculous draw where Fury got knocked down and, and they somehow called it a draw despite <laughs> Wilder, win to me, winning that fight pretty comfortably. I'm like, he's going to get his revenge. And then Tyson Fury blows out Wilder's eardrum in the third round. And like, well, he doesn't have his equilibrium anymore. We're in trouble here. <laughs> Never good. Never good for a boxer. Uh, Mountain West Conference. And who, oh, any insight on Mountain West Conference this year in hoops? Some strong teams. So we talked about it yesterday, right? Uh, this was a question for you from Joey B. Well, we talked about it with Spencer. We talked about the whack. Oh, we talked about the whack. Why do I get the whack in the Mountain Conference confused? Okay. I, I can't help you on that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, San Diego State's the best team in the Mountain West. They are good. Oh, yeah. I played. Wait a second, Joey B. I played behind Dale Bear and Yogi Berra at Montclair Country Club back in the '80s. Upper course, very nice guys. And I imagine Dale Bear probably played very quickly, as I alluded to yesterday. Dale Bear, sort of a it's it, it's, a it's San Diego State and Colorado. Colorado State was fortunate last night. Uh, 
De- the Denver Pioneers. Oh, yeah. Old DU almost uh, won in uh, Fort Collins uh, the other night. But uh, it's Colorado State and, and San Diego State are two best teams in that conference. There you go. And Joey B, I know I know, I know, know my man Joey B, uh, who is uh, a big Rams guy. Uh, Frank and Jeff need a PGA Tour show weekend predictions. No, we're good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Jeff, good. Are, we're good. We're good, Joey. What are your top five uh, courses and clubs to play in Vegas and Henderson? Mine would be... The uh the one that's the Kiss mini golf that lights up neon colors at night. It's got like the Kiss. It's got like Gene Simmons and stuff. I haven't golfed out here yet. I have not all, golfed. All I'm gonna tell you is I'm not if that it, good. For, but for, Sean wants to golf with me because Ryan showed me your text. I imagine golfing with Frank would be funny. Natural athlete. If you didn't hear the player manager story, that, that, that's I'll be honest with you, Frank. You're a man of many talents. <laughs> it's just I, I did not anticipate the player manager. Player manager. is I, come on. That, look, that, that is as good of a, as, a great story. for a 17 year old yes. kid. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if the competition was great or yeah. terrible. I don't care what the level of competition. I, I was. was very proud of that. The fact that you took a team <laughs> yes. that sounded like the Bad News Bears, Bears baby, yeah. to the that, title that, that, as a player that, that, manager with bunting your way to victory. To look at JJ Lamarck. Look at you. I was on third round. I had him bun. It's he was like, unbelievably I'm like, good. Jade, and he bunted, and we won the game. Unbelievable. I'm, yeah, I was. I, I, I in all him. honesty, forget the comedy. Forget yeah, everything else. Player manager. That's your point. That's your proudest moment. It that should be on the tombstone. Whatever you go. I feel like this is a movie. There could be a movie. I got to call my be. LA people. It should be. What do we call it? Frankager. Not Frank. Frankager. Frank Nicotero, player manager. <laughs> Frank, little man that could. <laughs> the, the man who. Shunned the parents' help. No, the, that's pretty good. The Frankager. The Frankager is Frank Frank good. Uh, I don't know if you're going to. I know Sean likes to bet the NBA. Uh, the NBA, it's right down the street. Wanted to point out that Reno Paul, who's a c- contributor of the show, he's a regular super fan. He had a, a spider parlay last night. He went three and five in a spider parlay. He wants to get one of the. I think it was going to pay. It was 25 bucks. It was going to pay $3,035. He wants to hit that long shot. Eight leg or ten oh, legs. Eight teams so with the name Spiders that played yesterday. No, the Spiders when it's eight legs. He called that oh, eight legger. I've never heard that one. Before. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. Paul I thought. He, I, th- I, th- I thought the Richmond that Richmond Spiders. I thought it was just going to be the Richmond Spiders, the Cleveland Spiders, who haven't existed in 120 yeah, years. Exactly. No, a spider parlay is an eight legger. He calls them. I don't know if that's. A I, thing I, or I've I'd never heard that one before. Uh, would have would have uh, arachnophobia. Would have would have would have gone with the octopus instead. Yeah, the octopus. Personally. Right. I don't know, but he calls them the, the spider. octo parlay. Calls him spider parlays. He went yeah, three and five. That's not bad. I like that. But actually. he's going to hit one one of these days. And Reno Paul, who's a regular viewer, he I might like not. That. He might be watching on delay today. But um, well, talking about the NBA, did you see uh, Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson? Can in you play post-game? that clip for Jeff? Yeah, I have, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so I don't know. Yeah, we should have audio, interview. but go ahead. Yeah. Let's see. You mentioned that you guys like to have fun. Have you thought at all about how you're going to celebrate if you're able to pull this off? So he was asked, "What would you do with the 500k <laughs> if they each win?" And they just start laughing. So you know they've already discussed plans. No, we ain't thought about it, but I know it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Does the does the uh, does the five so whoever wins this tournament? Yeah. I don't I don't care who wins. It yeah. could be any of the four teams. Every player, every coach gets five hundred k. Do the coaches get five hundred k too? Yes. Oh my god! So I'm just going to ask you, Frank. How many? So what? It's fifteen players a team, give or take. Um, five coaches, twenty. Yeah. 20, 20 people. We'll $10 million, right? We'll make it roughly 20 people. Yeah. Over under 13 and a half of them don't even get out of Vegas with the 500 <laughs> That is the time I might take an under. Because that's what I think these two are alluding to, right? If you win $500,000 in Vegas, what are you going to do? I don't Do they hand it to them in chips? That would be a <laughs> you know what, if, you're, if, you're, 
if you if you're with well, I don't remember which uh, who's the big big betting partner of the NBA, but whoever it yeah. is, go ahead, do it. That would yeah. be put all the chips, hey guys. put all the chips in the cup. <laughs> And basically spill it on the floor. Do it like Squid Game, where they dump all the money. Yeah, in the go ahead. Game. I mean, that's great. That's great. That's great. Oh my god, no, none of them are getting out of town. That that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be great, and it's gonna be exciting. And then the final is Saturday, right? Saturday. They yeah. do not to mess with the NFL. All right, real quick tonight, my this pathetic Steelers, Steelers <laughs> New England. I know you talk about it on Sports by the Book. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Oh, I actually like the game over. Oh my god, over. Oh, Ryan perked up. Whoa. Multiple defensive touchdowns? I, I, I just have a weird feeling tonight with a total so ridiculously low. It now, really is. Now, now, hold on. The only counter to this is Iowa had ridiculously low totals all year, and they kept going under all of them. <laughs> and this is the closest thing yeah. until that Jet Patriot game, which week 18, which will be the lowest total of the year. You think it'll be lower than 30? I would be stunned if it's not. Okay. Unless right. if Zach Wilson has some renaissance, right, exactly. which is not happening. We're not counting on Um. I, I think Pittsburgh's defense scores twice, like they did against Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, probably. And, it's the only way we have a shot. And for New England, like, at some point, I know that the players are the players and they stink. Right. But you just went three straight games where your defense. Under 10, was it? 10 or less. Jesus. And you lost, you lost all, all three. three. Yeah. And you somehow, in a 6 nothing game, didn't cover. When you gave up yeah, six points, right? that's that's really in that's a game that had just normal bad weather. Not like, oh my god, it's a, it, it's right. um, it, it's a, it's a hurricane or it's a, or it's <laughs> or it's a a, a, a blizzard. Like yeah. we've seen those blizzard fog games, bowl. like the fog. Yes, exactly, the fog bowl where you can't <laughs> right. see. Which was the fact they played that. That's a playoff game. game. Bears versus the Eagles. I know you're too young, Ryan. It was literally the worst. It was a playoff game in the fog. The cameras, the announcers are like, uh, we don't know. Yeah, if Vern Pearl, poor Vern Lundquist. Was it Vern Lundquist? Fairly certain Vern. it was. Yeah, I think it was. I think uh, you're right. But but uh, I just have, and again, there's no real rationale. Pittsburgh's defense is really good. New yeah. England's defense is still Belichick's really always good. In Thomas had too man. Uh, has but, been for years. but I will also say, I think we're a little too down on your boy Mitch. I I, I think I, again, he's going to swing it. I'm telling I, you, I, I, I think I think. Mitch is also capable of scoring touchdowns for both teams. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. There so you go. I, again, it's so Mitch low. will score for it, both it, teams. It's so it's so low that right. all this takes is someone blocking a punt and someone having a ten yard field. Yeah, yeah, a pick six. Like all of a sudden, it's like whoa. Yep, we got ten points in the fourth yeah, in the first exactly, quarter. Exactly. We're way behind <laughs> right now. Uh, it's going to be interesting. So yeah, I, I think uh, I, I also I did take a little piece of New England at plus six or all right. I, I I have no I have no fault for you on that. Yeah. All right, a lot of people talking about their favorite courses here. Your stepdad, Dragon Ridge, Red Rock, Bears Best, Win TP Summerlin, which I would imagine is nice. Revere says Ryan uh, and Frank Mergy. He's a huge Jeff Parles fan. Uh, I think you met him when he he was he out was here. here. The Parles Power Hour, strong stuff by Jeff as always. Um, Jeff, you'll be back in two hours. Two hours, Susan. It's just uh, myself, Alex White, as always, and then uh, joining us, we talk some college hoops, and this college will hoops. be a regular spot every Thursday moving forward with guys nice. for one of the three from Three Man Weave. Today is oh. our guy Jim Root who okay. will join us. Uh, two Mizzou guys. Oh well, well there you so go. I love when the, the Mizzou guys Mizzou, are together. Mizzou plays Kansas on Saturday. Frank. Oh. That's usually a pretty big game. Yeah, that has come back into existence. Where Kansas has won the first two matchups of the reincarnation by yeah. 30 plus. Yeah, Kansas, they know what they're doing. What's the spread? Do we know on this? I don't know, but it's at Fog Allen, which means Kansas should be a big favorite. But Hunter Dickinson is suspended for that game, I'm pretty sure. 
Okay. Because of that flagrant foul, he, he, yeah, uh, I saw he, that. He, he gave to the kid on uh, UMKC, the Kangaroos, by the, the way. Another- yes, there's a lot of kangaroos running around Kansas City. Frank. Oh my God! Yeah, they're known for their kangaroos, the Kansas City <laughs> Kangaroos or Kangaroos, the Bar on McKnight Road, where I used to do commercials for and get drunk a lot. Anyway, thank you for everybody being on the show, Chris. Uh, we'll get Daniel Bellinger back on. Ryan has promised. He'll find his. He'll slide into his DMs and be like, "Hey, look, I told people I know you." Now we saw photos of you, Ryan, Jerry. Uh, thank you for being here. Get a bar of soap for him, man. Come on. And thanks for bringing the sweatshirt in, Sean. Thanks for all the stats. Sweatshirt, I really appreciate you wearing this. This was her late father's UNLV. Uh, we feel for you. It's right down the street. And uh, we're thinking about you today, as always. Um, thank you for watching. We'll be back tomorrow with an all-new show. Don't forget Sports by the Book in less than two hours. I'm Frank Nicotero. Punchlines live in Nevada every show.